Welcome back, podcast listeners. When last we left our hosts, they were finally wrapping up the 80s and talking about Batman, or were they? Let's find out, shall we? This is the sound of Nate's voice. Quick tidbit. Uh, quick tidbit. This is the sound of Andy's voice. Yes, that, that is uh, a real thing that happened. This is the sound of Carl's voice. I can't stand people who are incredibly talented. And this is the sound of Seth's voice. A lot of bit of Superman. Keep track of all those voices so you know who's talking, eh? Anyway, let's get back to the action. Meanwhile, Batman. Batman, yeah, 1989. Tim Burton. Uh, wow, man, he uh, fresh off his his blockbuster success with Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Pee Wee's right. Big Adventure is I, an incredible no, movie. No, it is. It really is. I, I don't dispute that for a second. That is. An, I don't want my that comment but, to sound like a disparaging remark. But I think you're right. Like, what a strange choice. Yes, yes. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Um, well, the guy also, who made um, Frank and Weenie and Edward Scissorhands. Beetle, Beetlejuice. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean that was like, sure Batman. He he was a man with a creative vision, and he was you know that was like I, that's like an early example of like bringing auteur to write like what Marvel does sometimes with bringing auteurs into direct this like huge. What they're afraid of, if you ask me, but oh, Taika well, Waititi, the Russo brothers, John Favreau. I wouldn't say that's true. I, I I've said that the current Marvel and Star Wars films are not films that necessarily reflect. Uh, director vision as they yes. are uh, studio uh, intent. Yes, there, there's much less. There's a diminished uh, singular artistic vision, which I think I'm okay with because the studios yeah. have have clearly know what they were doing. That's a Taika Waititi I, movie. I have man. not seen I, that movie. That, and the I want to. the yes. exceptions I, I give to I, that I, rule I didn't care are to see mostly. The theater, but I feel like that might have something to do partially with Ike Perlmutter, who's no longer controlling the Marvel. Well, Marvel's no, I output. think it's more Ike Kevin Feige who knows. Jerk. Okay, this is the course we're going on. Mm. You make it our way, or you don't make it. You know what? I would. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. Yeah, I keep going, but. I do think there's director vision, but I do absolutely also think that there is yeah. a Marvel formula that's yeah. it makes them a lot of the movies too. Same. I mean, just look at. Anyway, so I agree with, with the, you to an extent. Yeah, yes. with the Star Wars. But, films. This, but, this is much but, later. Yeah. But, so but, we're in 1989. We're in Batman. But, but, there is Tim Burton. Yes. He makes a movie. It's there's called my, Batman. And there's uh, one of the one of the early examples of how could you cast this person as this character? That's never going to work yes. out. Yeah. And then yeah, oh, see, see, that, this would happen time and time again. Yes. But this was an early example. See, this is something because. You know, I was much too young when that movie came up for me to even care or speak half of the English language. Yeah. But, you know, like, I, I was two years old. But, so so when I saw it later on when it was on TV and my parents taped it off TV for me in, what, 93 or 94, like, I didn't think anything of it. I was like, yeah, of course yeah. Michael Keaton's Batman. Sure. Like, that yeah. that's not weird. Yeah. But, I, but, but you're right. That is something that was He was like was a real. comedy actor. He was in Mr. Yeah. Mom. Yeah, Mr. And, uh, Mom. Like, he had done mm-hmm. serious work. He was in, like, Clean and Sober, which mm-hmm. is really easy fantastic and i need to see that um i, I one thing i want to i want to discuss about batman that i experienced you guys might have been a little too young to experience mm. so i don't think you guys have an appreciation for because you were the, what 10 11 i was like, like 40 years old at that point what? yeah <laughs> <Batman. 30? laughs> no i was you're older than peter yeah, basically was, you were like prime age for you to be like beyond yeah, the movie i was 12 excited. Yeah. It came oh, out wow, in 89. Yeah. Oh so my gosh, tall. this was like yeah. every, this was your world. <laughs> I, I don't think like you guys have to understand that mm-hmm. the event that mm-hmm. this movie mm-hmm. was. Yeah. It's not like it is today where like you get like a big movie this week and a couple weeks later you get like a big mm-hmm. movie and like mm-hmm. 
back then, the summertime, you would get like maybe one, maybe two, air quotes, big movie. Mm. This thing was everywhere. Mm-hmm. And never to this day have I seen something that has rivaled it. That has proliferated In as terms deeply. of hype? Hype, promotion, mm-hmm. like just... Fast it, food tie-ins? Everywhere. I it was all everywhere. Like, right over here. Just I the, am, in Times like, Square, they had just the bat symbol on one of the buildings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's and all that you striking. needed. That's all yeah. you needed to promote it was just the bat symbol. And the, throughout the, the, the summer, it came out. I think it was. Um, I think it was June. It came out in. That sounds right. And by mm-hmm. August, the question was not, "Have you seen Batman?" The question was, "How many times <laughs> have you seen Batman?" Yeah. This thing Gosh. was just unstoppable. I mean, if you still, if still, if you see, I mean, you, I think nowadays it's hard to find the movie on its own on DVD or Blu-ray. It's usually packaged in with a bunch. Yeah. But if you see, if you ever see the D, like the DVD of just Batman, it's still striking. Or the VHS, it's, it's just that right. black thing. Yeah. With the yep. yellow oval and the bat symbol in the middle, and it just knocks you in the face. Etched in stone. Yep. And, yeah. yeah. And it's a. Uh, Go ahead. Oh, sorry, I, I borrowed that D, that very DVD that you're describing <laughs> from, uh, from a family member recently. Yeah. Uh, and it and literally the, the the cover of the movie. It was is the just, first DVD we bought as a family. Really? <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, but it is that. It's just a it's a black DVD cover with the logo. It doesn't even say there are no words on. No, there's no words. Yeah. None <laughs> it's at all. Just a, and it's like if there are if words, it's Nicholson and Keaton's for yeah. you. Like, and it's and, cool. And, and, and the words, the lettering of Batman is rad. Yeah. Like it looks so cool when they put it out with those big block blocky letters with the mm-hmm. yellow undercurrent it just man it's so yep. striking yeah it's gorgeous um so and and the movie itself <laughs> speak, the, the, the mo- movie itself the movie i really enjoy it i it's th- one of my favorites i i understand it's not like for, for those who are really into batman like it's not really indicative of a lot of things but there's something mm. about the look and the feel of it that just that just gets me. And See, I, I really I've, enjoy it. I, I love like... Jack Nicholson being eating scenery. I love, <laughs> you, know, you know, well, we, we... I, I know it's not a common opinion, but we you know, uh, talk about, opinion. do people not like Jack Nicholson as a joke? What are you talking about? I, I know. All this right. Guy. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> of course. Of course he doesn't like Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Uh, to me. Yeah. To me, you know, we were talking about early on some of the cinematic inspirations for superheroes. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like uh, Batman, the movie is such an incredible marriage of, comic book influences you know obviously the bat the, i don't think the movie wouldn't have happened without dark knight returns uh mm-hmm. but and also it takes so much inspiration from these early cinematic influence from yeah. german expressionist cinema oh my and gosh, noir yes. cinema i think that's one of the reasons why i love it and because that's, i'm a and it, it creates I love german expressionist it creates cinema. a world that like the batman animated series obviously followed up on about having this timeless this world out of time that makes yeah. it very modern difficult if only it didn't right. have the prince music in it it would be completely uh, undated i like the prince music i yeah, like it but it, it, dates, it dates it but uh yeah i mean jack nicholson's joker is uh you know that's the kind of joker i it, i would say that that version of batman is just, is kind of is kind of what i most would like to see followed up on in in modern batman movies more of a theatrical gothic spooky version of but batman yet, oh, more but brutal it, but yet over the top and theatrical at the same time yeah i like the joke the, the version of the joker is i mean heath ledger is my favorite joker but i like yeah, that that joker I mean, is more of a gangster he's more yeah. theatrical it's like a very savage version of the he, he also plays series. the joker, joker on several levels whereas jack nicholson's joker is scenery <laughs> plus it's like you know when <laughs> yeah. you watch it's it's hard to you know you watch heath ledger and you're not seeing Heath Ledger, you're seeing the Joker. But right. with this, it's like, you know, he doesn't change his voice. It's like, you 
could kind of see Jack Nicholson sure. through that, even though it's an awesome villain it. performance. You know, and there's I'm not like, gonna pretend it's great, but I love it. There's there's kind of like weird, you know, lo- logical yeah. lapses here and the things that don't quite make sense. But I still mm. think it's a remarkable creative achievement, mm. and mm. it's uh one absolutely one of the best uh, Batman. But it's it would possibly be my second uh, best Batman movie. I really time on my personal it. list. Carl, you're ruminating. It okay. I revisited this film not too long ago. Drew, just my co-host on Devil's D, just revisited the Art Night. We had a, a short conversation about this on our mm-hmm. past episode. Mm-hmm. Visually, tonally, it's near perfection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The visuals mm-hmm. are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gotham City is exactly how Gotham City should look. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's closing in on itself, and there's yes. no escape yeah. from it. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's how Gotham City should look and feel. Yes, um, the Batmobile is my all-time favorite oh, Batmobile so beautiful. ever. Batmobile. It is an Art it's, Deco it's masterpiece. Perfect. Yeah, I have the Happy Mill toy to this day. <laughs> <laughs> um, Danny Elfman's score is amazing. Oh, that theme, crikey, man, yeah. is incredible. So yeah, yeah. Um, just like the, like Seth was saying, the design, how it's like kind of modern, but not, and yeah. just the it's look timeless. of it. And, it's like yeah. Sin City. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it but, doesn't but, exist but in any time you, period. But for you, would you say the meat was lacking? Visually, totally perfect. Yeah. Character story does not hold up at all. Yeah. The movie opens the, with Batman watching a mugging. Yeah. <laughs> watching a mugging. He kills people. Not only watching too. a mugging, he does but, kill people. And but watching yeah. but watching a mugging fire. of parents with their kid in an alley. Yeah. If there's any crime that Batman's going to intervene in right away, it's that one. It's that one. <laughs> um yeah, the uh, the story doesn't really hold up. Yeah. I've never, it's a simple story. I've never been a huge fan of Nicholson's Joker, and I'll tell you why. Interesting. Okay, go ahead. It just doesn't... I've always said, if you want to do the perfect Joker, take a villain who is as smart as Hannibal Lecter, mm-hmm. make them smarter, and remove all logic and reasoning. Mm-hmm. And then that's the Joker. Mm-hmm. Heath Ledger tapped into that. Hamill, for as much as he's been able to when the format that he does it, like predominantly sure. kid mm-hmm. show... Sure. Goes there. Nicholson was being just kind of Nicholson in makeup. Yeah, and I think another part I think another part that, that hurts his That's a Joker. Of the Joker. Yeah, yeah. Another part that hurts his Joker is the the fact that they give him an origin. They and do. they give him a name. Very clearly. And, and it's not it, Joe Chill even. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Even, oh god, the fact that, that they made him the murderer of the parents—that's right. Yeah, yeah. I don't care for that as much. Yeah, but it's just it. Uh, like he looks great again. Going back to the visuals, he looks fantastic as Joker. But yeah. it just for me, the execution isn't really there. I would have liked seeing the entire movie with just Jack Palance being the villain. That would have been fantastic. Oh, but of course, back then, like Jack Palance. yeah, back then you're <laughs> not going like to sell like that a, movie on. Like don't Jack make me dislike or, this movie. Yeah, <laughs> I like this movie. Um, so yeah, it's it's still it's in the conversation, but it, the for me, the characterizations, uh, the story just doesn't hold up as well as the visuals. I and, like, I, the I score. know Batman is your second 
favorite after yeah. Spider-Man. Alfred so. is never going to let someone into the Batcave. <laughs> That's not going to happen. So it would be like the window dressing of like the tone and the the, the tone and the music yeah. and the styles is Kim enough Bas- to take Kim me Basinger away. is great as Vicky yeah. Vale, yeah. but the character is unnecessary. But that was very much a product sure. of the superhero films of the time. Gotta have a love interest. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yes. absolutely. And uh, a damsel as well. Which yeah. Is, you know, it's, but, but, it's, uh, but this podcast isn't just about the film itself. It's about the impact it had. Oh, and, the impact was... And, and the mean, impact was far-reaching and I would say more so and longer lasting than what Superman could generate in 78. Yeah. Well, I, I think... I, I, now, I, Superman lit the torch, but Batman ran with it. I, I would feel say. like, yeah. Um, uh, you know, and, it's a tough conversation between Batman 89 and Superman 78. I yes, feel like. It um, it's not one that's going to be resolved in this podcast. Yeah. 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 Um, but in, but in just talking about the the effect that it had, yeah. yes, Batman spurred on um, a, a cinematic movement in the industry of subsequent yes. superhero films that, yeah, put out some stronger output and didn't die out as quickly yeah. as yeah. what followed Superman. I, I mean, I, that, I not think, that that's I, has I anything to do with the quality of the movie, but part of it was seeing that it could happen again because you, I, I think I can imagine um, studio executives looking at what happened at Super with Superman, just thinking like, ah, it was just a fluke. Yeah. It happened once and it's fine. But yeah. then when they saw Batman, like, oh, you can do this again. Yeah. All right, let's try it again. I, let's, I think, let's let's go for it. I, I want to believe. Yeah. What? If <laughs> what, what are you laughing about? I just tried to seduce Andy very briefly. It's okay. <laughs> if, yeah. I saw that too. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I didn't see very that. seductively I was, ate a maraschino um, cherry. Just now. I just like for the record to say it worked. This <laughs> <laughs> just became PG-13 later. I, later. I would also like oh, to, for the record, dark. just say seconded. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would like to believe. I didn't if, know I was so arousing. If the multiverse theory holds true, ooh, ooh, I okay. would like to believe somewhere out there in mm-hmm. an alternate reality, there is a movie with Christopher Reeve Superman and Michael Keaton's Batman. Because mm. <laughs> they would have played off each other. That's, that's yeah. a difficult thing to reconcile those Superman two worlds, though, existing in the same. You know, because you get see, two completely artistic visions for the... You know. Yes, and that's the way it should be, because Superman, bright and hopeful, but Batman, dark and But how do you switch between Donner's Gotham Metropolis isn't across a Go- river from Metropolis. It is what it is. I don't... Arguing logistics over here. <laughs> I love Andy's reaction. Yeah, like, Andy doesn't even say anything. He's just sort well, of rocking but then, But then, right. well, then you get a, just, like... It's their creative interpretations that wouldn't work together right. in a movie. I feel like you would have to bridge that gap somehow and mm-hmm. kind of change uh, the the fictional worlds. But, but anyway, event. Yeah. were you gonna say something, Andy? Oh, I was just you commented about the, those two cities being next to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reminded me of when I was in uh, Seth knows this shockingly well. Um, <laughs> is that when I was in high school and college, I enjoyed the show Smallville, which took oh place we all did, in, which took but place, you did first. I did too. Yeah. Uh, um, it took place in Smallville, Kansas, which yeah. was somehow a two-hour drive from Metropolis, which was a port city. Yeah, and I never <laughs> you could see the Metropolis skyline from Smallville. <laughs> this geography doesn't work. And I was just like, "Did something happen? <laughs> was there like some sort of catastrophic yeah. earthquake?" At the end of the series, there's a cataclysm that separates no. the two. Yeah, did, a port city on the Mississippi. Yeah, did, How about uh, that? Did St. the fault Lewis. line go down like uh, like in Superman yeah. one, and, and we're just like living in that universe? Like, that's, and so yeah, I, anyway. I've said that's yeah. I guess, I guess the. I don't know if the uh, geography's Quandry's ever been definitively nailed down in the comics either, as far as where those cities are. Well, yeah. but 
I don't know. And I've I always I've always heard the, the cliche answer that, you know, Metropolis is New York City by day and Gotham is New York City by night. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah, is which it is not I, I, which is I, nonsense. It's beautiful, but it's nonsense. Yeah. No, I mean it makes a degree. I, I've always a, assumed Gotham is Baltimore. Baltimore looks dark and dank and awful, and uh, that's that's. Well, how see, it, this but is anyway, a, but that's a whole. This is yeah, a okay, whole yeah. Let, let's, let's move along. We're running very, you know, let's very stay a topic. Long. We're but, in the nineties um, still. But Goodness yeah, gracious. yeah. Well, we're just but, getting but, in. So, 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 <laughs> yeah. so eighty nine, you know, the Batman eighty nine, eighty nine begat a, a whole new wave of superhero stuff, and then we get Batman, we Batman Returns, Returns in ninety two, mm-hmm. which loses which a lot of, at least I think, loses a lot of what made the first one so great. Well, it's too clean looking. It is a little bit. I feel I like really enjoy it. It's still. it's different. I mean, I feel like a, a lot of that can be down to personal preference. I prefer Batman eighty nine. Uh, Batman Returns is a far more Tim Burton-y movie. And, le- and less of a straight up gothic penguin, movie. Penguin uh, bites someone's nose off. Oh, it's penguin, just, it's just penguin's all the thugs. Terrible. They yeah. look like they're straight out of you know Tim Burton's sketchbook. Yeah, which yes. is great. I mean, it's just creative vision. That's yeah. what he did. That's great. And I think, uh, yeah, I think Batman Returns is is great. Uh, yeah, I'd probably yeah. put it just below you know Batman. Yeah, Tim Burton but... needed a studio to pen him in a little bit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he needed that corporate machine to <laughs> be like, t- hold t- on there, Beetlejuice. This makes sense. You're not going Hawaiian yet. Yeah, right. But then um, again, after Batman Returns, but, but he so made yeah, Ed Wood. So yeah, he just well, kept getting right. better and better. But you have Batman Returns, and that Maybe was... we don't have Batman strap dynamite to a guy's belt and knock him down a sewer yes, blowing him Batman, up. Yes, Batman. Brutal Batman. Bring it on. <laughs> no, like, no. You're <laughs> missing the entire point of the character, then. Kill. Uh, kill but, them. But, so, you have, so you have Batman Returns, and then in the wake of Batman Returns, which I'm sure these studio executives were, were sort of... Uh, you know, brainstorming together, you have a slew of these quasi superhero movies. You have the Rocketeer. You have oh, yes. the well, Shadow. We have, like, we, we you have, have the yeah. Phantom. We, we have, have a batch. Of, we have, have we have a batch of pulp heroes. Pulp yeah. heroes. Yeah. Yes, Rocketeer, they Shadow, and Phantom. Route, which is interesting. Which is, I mean, I would love to see more of that. I feel yeah, like so the Rocketeer I. was the only great, in my opinion, great. Pulp hero movie that oh, came that out bunch. of the '90s. Shadow I would agree with that. I really enjoy. Are entertaining, Rocketeer. but aren't right. great. Mm-hmm. Um, I would very mm-hmm. much. I agree with you on Phantom because I saw that again recently. It's just no, slam it's, evil. Yeah, it's it's fun did you, time. Did, but did he slam it's evil? Barely even that. That's what I want to know. Um, <laughs> for everyone, the Shadow. <laughs> I, I know. I had the Phantom ring. Believe me, I know oh, I, that I got God. from Seven uh, Eleven. Oh, I think God. the the Shadow. I know you and I love the Shadow. Yeah. I love it. You even you more so than I even. I mean. I would be very interested to revisit the Shadow movie because I've not seen it. In I watched decades. it a couple years ago, and a lot of what Dynamite is doing in the comics mm-hmm. seems to be yes. more in line and what the movie tried to do than the radio. Because I first discovered the Shadow through the radio shows. Okay. Yeah. So great. yeah, going right. from the radio shows to the movie, you're like, oh, this movie's garbage. But then like you're seeing what a lot of these. Uh, writers are doing in the comics and it's kind of like Shuan Khan is a yeah. legitimate character in the comics and yep. a lot there's the, embracing the more mystical aspect of it it's like a I would be interested to revisit the movie yeah, yeah. I, I'm upon watching, watching it like a couple of years back um, it's got you, Tim Curry with Tommy Gunn how bad could it, it be it certainly does it does <laughs> It you has like some of the effects here there are kind of dated the way it kind of I would say the the narrative is uh 
is choppy and uh it just the, the production doesn't quite have as much character as it should like the, mm. there's like this one the big the big debut scene after Lamont Cranston uh <coughs> comes back to New York City uh and where he you know it's it's one of the you know the first time he saves people and it's like the set piece for the shadow yeah. is like it's kind of cool on paper it's like the perfect uh you know shadow comeback but it just doesn't have uh, quite as much uh, character it uh, isn't quite as interesting as it could be but I think it's a it's just not as good as it, you know a, an early 90s shadow movie starring Alec Baldwin I think could have been a lot better than it was but mm. it's still but it's still pretty good yeah. but especially again, with the pedigree that it could have Pulled yeah. from from the Remember, Tim Burton uh, Batman. Quentin films. Tarantino once said that like the perfect Batman movie. If you made uh, in the late late eighties, early nineties, you make a Batman movie starring Alec Baldwin, and that's like the mm. best Batman. And is I, I would mm. love to see that. Come to think of it, but uh, but then yeah, I mean, but you have the shadow. You the, had yeah, and then my a, a big personal favorite of mine is you all are, are sick of hearing about is the Rocketeer. Rocketeer is one of my favorite movies. You, you don't I like love that? the Rocketeer, and the movie is fantastic. I love that movie. Okay, okay, I was gonna say. Thank you. Finally, great. <laughs> that movie is I love the Rocket Gem. It's a gr- it's a great translation of the source material. It's it, it it's holds, just it's, fun, man. Like, it's, it's just it's a like really a, fun. Period it's like an piece. Indiana Jones issue. Yeah, yes. there's nothing about that movie that doesn't work. Yeah, no. it works on every possible level. It is like if I, I have to really try to think film. of a criticism of that movie. Yeah, I mean maybe just seeing the Rocketeer more would have been nice, but. Yeah. Even then, I'm just like, a if I have to make a criticism, well. the yeah. effects are great, the mm-hmm. the performances are fantastic, the mm-hmm. just the overall feel and nostalgia of it, yeah, you nail it. It's, yeah, they, they, yeah, they don't go too hard with with the design. They mm. I feel like they they balance it just right so it doesn't overwhelm the rest of the picture. Yeah. You got a fantastic it's, cast. Yeah, you have a former Bond as the villain yeah. that's kind of based on Errol Flynn and uh, yeah. Paul Sorvino and Billy Campbell and uh, Jennifer. Conley. Yeah. yeah, I could go on and but on anyway, about the Rocketeer, but so uh, was that. but that was yeah. a great uh, kind of you know more underrated gem. It really kind of tanked at the box office yes. because of Terminator uh, Two. If, if you do take away anything from mid '90s superhero movies, I would say the Rocketeer is probably the one to go to because your yeah. only options for mid '90s are, I mean, you could count Batman Returns even though it's more early '90s. Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Is Ninja, Ninja Turtles? Turtles? I don't know Origi- if you count the original, original the, first? the original Ninja yeah. Turtles film. Would you? I'll allow it. You'll was <laughs> thanks, Eddie. <laughs> That's my contribution. Yeah. yeah, no, the original Ninja Turtles film caught a lot of people by surprise because it's good. people mm. were not not yeah, it's good, but people mm. were expecting something based off the cartoon. Mm. It kind of, and elements. the most that you got from the cartoon were the colored headbands. Yeah. Everything else was from the Eastman and Laird comics. Yeah. It's, a little it's very much first more on that first debut but... comic with yeah. the, even the, the rooftop fight with Shredder oh, at the yeah. end. It's uh Yes. Yeah. The With first him getting te- uh, killed by a garbage com- uh, compactor, right? In the movie, yeah. In yeah. the in yeah. the in the comic, it's a, it's a thermal grenade, grenade oh, that okay. actually does kill him. Actually, kills him, right? Yeah. In the comic, he comes back. He oh, does. does he? Back. Oh, I'd have to uh, that. In Return to New York, which is like the later issues, like uh, issue fourteen or something of the. Oh. Anyway, but, uh, sorry. but I yeah, really love the, 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 the first Ninja Turtles, Ninja Turtles right. is is much better than you might think if you haven't seen it. Yeah, in a while. It's, yeah. it's a good, it's a it's a great movie, and it has some great uh, special effects with Jim Henson, and it has yeah. some yeah. great martial arts oh, yeah. because it was produced in tandem with yep. Golden Harvest. <laughs> For goodness' sakes, Kung and, uh, Fu Masters, Golden Harvest. Although growing up, my age bracket, you know, I was born in '87, so I actually dug Turtles too. 
of the, the most of those growing you up. Know, which, we you know, we rented Turtles two, but we owned Turtles one in VHS. Yeah, so that's what I watched. That's what the you most. do. You yeah. date Turtles two. Yeah. You marry Turtles one. In fact, one. I have my copy <laughs> that I had as a child when I was. Uh, it's right behind you there. That oh, VHS. good. Yeah, yeah, the VHS rack right behind me. <laughs> yeah. And even when I was, I'm just waiting for Andy to go. Yeah. It's like, you, you claim you've never seen Turtles 3, but you really know it quite well. Um, well, say, yeah. yeah right. even, okay. So I, well, hey, that had Tarzan boy. Okay, so me, okay. <laughs> I'm not Seth, making an argument I created for a show, it, I created a series on Geekiverse that's all about defending poofy, movies that people like, dis, dis, dislike. <laughs> I like all kinds of derided movies and bad movies and everything. Even when I was a child, I knew that Turtles 3 sucked. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so that's uh, not to go much into that. The only good thing to come out of it is Tarzan Boy, the greatest, the worst movie of all time, but the greatest song of all time, ironically. So we'll go have a whole separate uh, Memory Machine episode about all about uh, Tarzan Boy. All about Tarzan Boy. (laughs) All about that wonderful song. But what else happened in the mid-90s that we want to touch on? Well, there was that. Of course, there was Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Which effectively? Well, how interesting! I mean, there was the tr- also what there was, can, was can steel. Literally, yes, steel. Yes, steel. Okay, we'll get. Blade is just before. We'll wait on that because that's just before the 2000s boom, and it's actually really good. Oh, really? Okay, but yeah. we're skipping the Avengers. No, we're not the, 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 the Uma Thurman, Sean Connery Avengers. Uh, they're not superheroes. Uh, they're British. They're no, not, they can't the be superheroes. Only Americans are superheroes. No, I'm not saying they're superheroes, but it's it's, it's good as we were going to get in the 90s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it really was. Well, when it came around, I thought the only movie that's ever going to come out called The Avengers is going to be that one. <laughs> right. I was proven wrong. Let alone three of them. Yeah. Uh, right. You know, actually, quite, speaking of how Rocketeer was uh, was tanked by Superman two in the in the early nineties, there was a James Cameron Spider Man movie that was almost made but wasn't. Oh, that's right. No, you said Rocketeer was tanked by Terminator two. Not oh, what did Super- I just say? You said Superman two. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah, there you go. The re-release Good Superman catch. two in theaters which, and it just destroyed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the re-release uh, Superman. And uh, also. Has anyone here seen Roger Corman's Fantastic Four? Oh, (laughs) I have not. I've seen select scenes. I've also seen the wonderful documentary about that called Doom. Yeah, that's a really good documentary. Still the best Fantastic Four movie. I kind of enjoy it more than the other Fantastic Four. It's it's legitimately better than any Fantastic Four movie. It has a fun spirit about it that you just can't deny. It does. It has a fun spirit. I mean, being super low budget, but I mean, the costumes are pretty dead on. Yeah. I, Doctor Doom is the only on-screen Doctor Doom that looks like Doctor Doom, yeah. and I, I still, and acts like and Dr. I still Doom. laugh about even though you know it's like a campy thing. But when Doctor Doom has all the Fantastic Four locked up, and mm. then they stage an escape, and like Doctor Doom leaves, and he's gonna like come back. They, they all t- defeat the thugs, and they escape, and then Doctor Doom want, meanders back into the lair, not knowing they've escaped. Is like, oh, so you think you could? And he looks in, he looks around, nobody's there. He's like. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And I still think that's actually genuinely funny. Yeah. Um, so, uh, good. you know what? Okay, my brother told me this when I was a kid. I don't. I haven't confirmed whether or not it's true, but he told me that the guy who played Mr. Fantastic in that movie played uh, in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Uh, obviously, Sean Connery is Indiana Jones' uh-huh. father, but in the flashback scene with River Phoenix, mm. when, there's, when uh, Sean Connery's character is off-screen... 
and there's like a hand that that tells you know like tell the alphabet in Greek in the oh, young yes. Indiana Jones. According to my brother, that hand was played by the guy who played Mr. Fantastic in Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. Not confirmed. <laughs> but it'd be very interesting if it was true. Wow, that is the tidbittiest of tidbits. <laughs> the, the most recent Fantastic Four film was a rocket punch to the genitals of my soul. I love how that. And they put that on the cover. I don't know enough that picture. quote. Yes. <laughs> it was that bad. But, but no, the Roger Corman one was great. Yeah, but but Comparatively, I, mean, I, I really would recommend checking that out. It's very fascinating. The documentary is even more fascinating to see I what happens when a movie is made that isn't supposed to be made or isn't supposed you, to be do seen. Do you know what another great documentary is? Oh, the death, the uh, death of the return of Superman. Oh, yeah. or something like I that? need to watch that because I've been watching a the, lot of the, the Collider. So I've, seen, I've been seeing Fantastic. a lot of John Schnapp recently. So that is I another, need to watch that. Yeah. Now, now let's now let's you know establish you, this that that Superman Lives was a Superman movie that was supposed to be made that meandered in what is often called development hell and mm-hmm. never got off the ground. And Tim Burton, we never got it. Tim Burton was latched on board. Nicholas Cage was on board. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. see pictures yep. of him in he a very tested. goofy was... Superman suit. Yes, um, it never got anywhere. I think it's a decent looking Superman suit, the one he was in. But he had the mullet, okay. the, the Death and Return of Superman mullet. Yes, <laughs> the, the one that I remember from when I was a kid, thinking like, "Is this what Superman looks like now?" <laughs> Andy, did you I see like that it. documentary? I haven't. No, I'm ready. I'm ready it down right lives. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I need to watch that one. The, yeah. it's, here's, it's interesting. Here's the funny thing: the two people, because they have a ton of behind the scenes stuff from when yeah. the movie was in. Because this movie wasn't far off from get, like going to production. Right. They have t- they have interview like Tim Burton. I can't remember if they inter- they have current interviews with Nicolas Cage, but like a lot of the behind the scenes wardrobe fitting stuff that you're seeing and everything, the conversations going on between Burton and Nicolas Cage, the two people who got the character of Superman the most and who, when you listen to him, you were like, you know, I wouldn't necessarily mind seeing their Superman mm-hmm. were in fact, Tim Burton and Nicolas Cage. Mm. It was the producer first off who was like, John you know, Peters. Yeah. Mm, if yeah. you've heard the Kevin Smith oh, stories, oh, which yes, I go, we all have, you know, <laughs> spiders and whatnot Mm -hmm. Uh, he was he was the one that was that was really screwing it up and everything and some of the like the concept art for what they wanted to do you're just like oh thank god this movie never got made yeah (laughs) but we did get wild Wild west instead (laughs) oh yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. so Uh, on that note and uh yeah speak yeah and uh just a couple other little uh rightfully buried rightfully buried gems from the mid-90s yeah as you mentioned steel Barbed mm. wire tank girl. I don't know if they're quite superhero movies, but they happen. Comic, comic base. Yeah, right. Um, tank girl looks interesting. Not uh, really. Meteor no, Man, okay. Blank Man. <laughs> Blank Man. Yeah. I'm a crime All right, fighter. so two thousands. I don't right. know anything other than that line. For Before Blank we get to the two thousands, uh, can we touch on Blade, the awesome yes, Blade, Blade movie would, from the yeah. late '90s? Wesley Snipes, so t- Chris Christopherson. Then we'll jump into the two thousands. Yeah, we'll take a quick break. Jump to the 2000s. It was uh, well that that was like a, a yeah. I mean, it, it was R rated. It was a, it was a really like kind of dark. Uh, reinvention of the Blade character, mm-hmm. and it was uh, it was super cool. I loved that movie when I yeah. was a kid. Uh, yeah, and it was it was a horror film. They did it as a horror yeah. film, not as a air quotes superhero film. Mm. 
Yeah. Um, and it was just kind of Marvel dipping their toes back in the water, and it worked out really well to the tune of, you know, Yeah, two it didn't quite, I, yeah, I, I would say it's a good tag on to this era because it's it's close to that 2000s boom, but I, I don't consider it a part of it. I consider it this yeah. uh, an optimistic epilogue to what the mm-hmm. mixed mm-hmm. bag of everything that happened in to the, the 90s. Uh, to the down note of uh, Batman and Batman Robin. and Robin, yeah. Game. It's like maybe a hint of Which things I saw to come. in theater and I loved as a kid. But I did too. When I was a kid, I hi, enjoyed hi, hi, Batman and Robin. Shows but that, uh, I was uh, very young. Yes. When you're a kid and don't know any better. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, like I said, I like, Oh, wait, no, I didn't like Turtles 2. I still didn't. But uh, <laughs> I like Turtles 2. Yeah. So, yes. But yeah, so that takes us Great in. things I to mean, come. Great with, things with Blade, indeed. We go into uh, the year 2000 and another series that, that has a launching point. But before we do that, we're going to go to another break. So we'll see you back here in just a few minutes, and we'll wrap up with the 2000s, and we won't talk about 2008 forward because that's like the modern era, era, and that's not what. That's we not a here. memory machine. That's, that's a memory like a, that's, that's like a, a what's going on in a, my mind right now. That's an anecdote machine. from a few years ago. Yeah. That's not the same thing. Okay. Anyway, we'll be right back. The real story, the love story, a woman in danger, a hero in black, the adventure you've been waiting for. playing at a theater near you. Hey guys, it's Bruno 1.0. If you'd like to listen to someone who's actually talented at what they do, subscribe to the Geekiverse podcast and listen to Geeks Talk Wrestling. We cover Raw, we cover SmackDown, and we cover every pay-per-view. We keep it short, we keep it simple, and it's just for you, the geeks who know who the true money is. On June 7th, stop the evil beware. Evil be warned. I killed him. Years ago. Evil, be ready. Well, guess what? He's back. There are those who say he is only a myth. Soon they will discover the Phantom is real. Rated PG. And theaters everywhere. June 7th. What's up, geeks? Just want to remind you of our fantastic YouTube channel. Next time you go to the Geekiverse on YouTube, be sure to subscribe. That way you don't have to search or hunt or find or look for anything that is our great content. Then it'll go right into your YouTube feed and then boom, you know what's happening when it comes to the Geekiverse. Then share it with your friends. We want other people to join in and tell us if you don't like it. We don't care. We're just having fun. We want you to have fun with us. Be sure to subscribe, share, favorite, like, thumbs up, thumbs down, up, down, left, right. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. So let's get to the show. Geekiverse YouTube. Do it. Okay, wannabe websners, it's time to show me what you've got. There's Ducka. Now go get him. Wish you had Spidey powers? Now on every Burger King Big Kids meal, you can get a Spider-Man 2 toy. There's a Spidey glider and Energy Blast Ock. Each has a secret sun reveal and you can collect all eight. Only at Burger King. Hey everybody, we're back. Uh, taking a break. 
We all, uh, a couple of us got drinks. I finally got Carl his water. He asked for it earlier. I didn't do it. Yeah, I was and, a bad uh, host there for a minute. Are we getting honest. into the final leg? We're getting to the final leg here. If I had to split it up, then so be it. All right, we'll see. Uh, God and time will decide. Yes, um, they will. And uh, I, I feel as we start this final leg, I need to make a disclaimer. Okay, please. I like Seth. Oh, here we go. Here we go I with this. I really like Seth. <laughs> Seth uh-huh. is a great guy. If I had the means... And ability to make my own Spider-Man film, I would cast Seth as Peter Parker. That is the sweetest thing. Because the ever dude said to just me. looks like the dude looks like what I would want my Peter Parker to be. Mm-hmm. I like Seth. He's uh, a he's a quality individual. Yeah. As so my grandfather used eyes. to say, he's a gentleman. He's a scholar and judge of good whiskey. <laughs> Your grandfather said that about me? No, he just said that. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> But, that being but said. from this point out, <laughs> there are very little that there is very little that me, me and me and Carl are going down, going through a divide. We're like um, Peter, Par- Peter Parker and to- Peter Parker and Topher Grace as Eddie Brock forking onto different paths. Yeah, from and uh, <laughs> forking hard, you guys. <laughs> I mean, you might not have the worst taste in history. But then again, you just might. So me and Carl, <laughs> me, me and Carl are going to have some disagreements. And yes. let me also put a disclaimer that I uh, not all of my opinions are wrong, Mr. Carl Duty. But these opinions do not reflect the memory machine and its and its producers. Yeah, I will admit my disclaimer is that I tend to be. Uh, uh, look on the bright side with uh, flawed That's movies. true. I'll say, that'll That's be true. my disclaimer. Yeah, there you go. So what happens? <laughs> You're like standing on the other end of the Titanic being like, well, you know, we're still above water. There's a chance it could, <laughs> keep, it, it could flip back over. Guys. <laughs> hey, hey, the band is still playing. Okay, yeah. guys, come on. Come on. Yeah, that's... Uh, so we come right. into 2000. All right. Yes. Now, Off with a bang. I'm definitely going to speak less about because I don't know as much about superhero movies in this era. Yeah. Uh, which is need... lucky that I have you guys here to talk about this stuff. Uh, sorry, Andy, you are going to say something. I was going to ask, even though it's 99, is The Matrix a superhero movie? Uh, no. It feels like not it is. Not really. It feels like it is. I, that, I don't that, think that, so. That seems to meet a, a consensus of... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, uh, I so, love The Matrix, so but the it's, not, it's not really based on a comic. Yeah, you know, it's a great movie, or, but we got a lot okay. to go. Memory yeah. Machine Secret. Yeah. I've never seen The Matrix. Um, I've also never seen Terminator 2. Which, I have not. Whoa, I've seen Terminator yeah, 1 right? many times. Right? I've never seen I, Terminator I personally 2. like Terminator 1 better, but... Um, I know. love Terminator 1 because it's I a love great it monster too. movie. It is. Uh, but, okay, uh, okay. So, yeah. what? year 2000. It year all 2000. starts It all starts Thank with you. X-Men. X-Men. Brian Singer's X-Men. Written by... David Hater. David Hater. Metal Gear. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know the guy who does the, you know, in the EA Sports games, he goes, EA Sports. Uh, is that, is that actually him? That is him. It is him? It is him. Okay. And, of course, the voice of Solid Snake and some of the big boss, uh, big until, boss in some of the games. Until Kiefer Sutherland. So, yeah. so X-Men does. Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, anyway, so, so, anyway, so, so anyway David, da- David Hater, just yeah. uh, he, uh, he wrote the first two X-Men movies. Yes. And he, yeah. So it's X- also my favorite video. So game. X-Men, two, uh, year 2000? Year 2000. Yeah. It kicks off another wave where a series. We, we left on the yeah. download of Batman this is a, and Robin. It kicked this off is... a wave that to this day has not ended. It's yeah. it's changed yeah. in 2008, but it's still going. Uh, it's... You, you would say 2008's Dark Knight, uh, Dark Knight and uh, Iron, Iron Man, Man merely took the wave to new heights. A reinvention. Yes. It became yeah. something different, yeah. but there was never a lull. It between. changed yeah. everything. Yeah. Yes. So um, X Men was the film that 
if you were reading comics in the 90s and like ladies whatnot and throughout the mm. comic collector boom and everything things like wizard magazine uh, and toy fair you know casting calls and whatnot the one movie that was always talked about you know who would you cast and what was x-men Mm. What X Men mm. would you put in it? What would you do? Especially with that cast of characters that yeah. you have in X Men, yeah. I'm sure well, that yeah. was a great part or game and to be played with the, comic fans. The, in the fact 90s. that we were finally getting one was just mind blowing. Mm-hmm. You know, did you think you'd get someone as perfect as Hugh Jackman? Well, you know what? That was another skeptical casting choice. Was, was it, it not? really? Okay, because, so, well, he, he was not. Please tell he me. He was not originally cast. True. Really? It was originally was? Doug Ray Scott was yeah. cast as yeah. Wolverine. But can you give context for Delray Scott? What else would he? Duggar Scott oh. was well. The context is going to come part of the story. Okay, sure. Duggar Scott was played the villain in Mission Impossible Two, the Which John Woo Mission okay. Impossible. Okay. Last two weeks of filming, he breaks his leg in a stunt, hmm. so they have to immediately recast Wolverine. I think the biggest thing Duggar Scott has done since then was that movie Ever After the like Cinderella. Oh, that was oh, I think that was yeah, actually yeah. before those. That was like ninety eight. No, that was after. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I'll look yeah, at that. Why you guys continue okay. talking? But but, uh, uh, but yeah, then they cast Hugh Jackman in a in a real hurry. They he yeah. didn't really have time. He didn't even like kind of have the workout regime that that one would have had. Actually, he was doing for Oklahoma like at the time, and mm. I think he told a story where he did one of his initial auditions in his Oklahoma. Really, um, I hadn't heard that. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it is like stage garb and. That's terrific. Um, I love yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. So, X-Men gets made. It did. And. Thank you for it, joining us, everybody. Ever well, After yeah. was 1998. <gasps> really? 1998. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I did not remember it that way. Oh, well. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so. Like, X-Men comes out, and obviously we'll get to the movie itself, but mm-hmm. X-Men, after the first weekend grosses are in. Mm-hmm. Film companies are going crazy, mm. and they want to get their hands on whatever comic book properties they can get mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it's clear that this is a legitimate mm. uh, pro- uh, fan base that they can tap into mm-hmm. that they thought was long since dead. They thought, like, after Batman and Robin, nothing was ever going to revitalize superhero films. Yeah. Mm. Now, X-Men film itself... I'm not sure how well it ages. I personally, yeah, I've never um, seen it. I, I've, I've only seen X Men two I've, or three. I've, I've rewatched them all. Yeah, the first one I think is uh, is pretty good. Um, I think I think again, you know, it's it's Decent one of those things enough. you have to judge within the context yeah. of the time. Two is two is probably the best of the series. I really like. I personally two. I think have... Days of Future Past is the best. I would even put First Class above. I don't know if I put First Class. I don't know. First Class was really good. Days yeah. of Future Past. Eh. I personally love Days of. I think it's the best if you're not counting Logan. No, Logan. Logan's the best if you're counting the best. That's I put Logan amongst the the top uh, superhero movies. I, I, ever I made. will say that I had never. I had never really read X-Men. I never even watched the cartoon as a kid. But mm-hmm. I did see X-Men 2 in theaters, and I really liked it a lot. X-Men 2, yeah. So I think if you if you, if you want to take someone's word for it uh, who is not a big X-Men fan but just likes movies, X-Men 2 was really yeah. good, and I, I really enjoyed watching X-Men it. X-Men was a, a solid foundation, I would say. Uh, there And there were flaws, but, uh, you know, they got, you know, that a, a solid cast for the most part. Yep. Right. Um, and they... 
they you know they they built that world and it was still kind of in that time where uh, we don't want to you know like we touched on earlier we don't yeah. want to give them full on superhero costumes so we'll give them just these dark stealthy numbers and everything but uh, you know the, the groundwork was set you know Hugh Jackman you know met with skepticism mm-hmm. at first last minute casting would go on to become one of the you know most beloved on screen superheroes of all time and uh, yeah it all started in two thousand with X Men. And uh, mm. before we got X2, we got uh, some, you know... So what, what year did X2 come out? I can't remember. Was it 04, 03? 2003? 2003? Does that sound right? 2002? Sure. Okay. Two or three. That era. <coughs> yeah. That, 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 that time period, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you got Patrick Stewart's Professor X, which is just... Yes. That was, that was like, fan-casted in Wizard Magazine yeah, for that's years. A that's yeah, a Yeah, so that's... Um, Jean Grey's cast okay. Cyclops, not so much... I think it may, maybe there, more there's to do with the like, Cyclops again. James Marsden. James Marsden. James Marsden. Marsden. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of things that the first X Men film really dropped the ball on. Like you have one of the all time vicious hatreds in comics, Wolverine and Sabretooth. Yeah. And they basically did nothing with it. Mm. Sabretooth like, was like a throwaway character. They kind of had like a couple set pieces. Yeah. It wasn't. There was really wasn't much of any character there. Um, they tried with X-Men Origins Wolverine, and uh, let's, let's not talk about that. Uh, so someday I would love to do a podcast with some of you guys about the worst superhero movies. And I would just right. love to love to pick your brains about this. because I haven't, Otherwise I, known I, I, as I Seth's Top Ten. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Listen, just because I'm my own man and I have my own opinions, yeah. is this what yeah. I must be subjected to? Wait. Yes, yeah, Carl picks on Seth, but wait until I rant and rave about how good the 1995 classic Power Rangers the movie was. Oh <laughs> my gosh! Oh my gosh! Well, what was the guy? Lord, um, Lord, Lord, Lord Z- No, not Lord Zed. I yeah, Lord Zed got put in a snow uh, globe. For otherwise that movie. known as Ivan Ooze. Oh, otherwise known as Apocalypse. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of X Men, the first photo, like the first photos that were released for X Men Apocalypse of the Apocalypse character. Because of the way his costume and makeup is, and the way this purple lighting was on him, he looked strikingly like Ivan Ooze yeah. from the Power Rangers, <laughs> and he wound up it wound up being not great uh, so, yeah. portrayal. X Men kicks off the boom, yes. uh, and then so what follows immediately? You I would say the next the, uh, oh, 2002 Spider Man. Yeah. Okay, now let. So, course, you know, course, there's, a, there's a bit of an age gap between uh, my myself and Carl, mm-hmm. whereas you were, you know, coming into adolescence with Batman. I came in lessons with that yes. early 2000s boom with Spider-Man. That sure. was the, that was the yeah. the touchstone superhero movie for me was the first Spider-Man. At the time, um, it that was, was absolutely seminal. I think, mm, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was such a remarkable uh, origin movie. CG uh, doesn't hold up. Such a what's that? No, CG no, 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 no it does up. not. Yeah. It, although I would say it, the the jump from one to two in terms of CG quality is quite oh my, striking. Yes, yes, for um, sure. yeah. but in the first Spider Man movie, it's really fun to watch. There's a scene where he jumps, where he first learns he has spider powers, and he's yeah. jumping from building to building, and he looks like a little noodle man. <laughs> yeah, he does. So Very rubbery. Yes. Way too He's a little noodle but man. But I, f- yeah, um, his sidekick ramen. Yeah. <laughs> We, did, I, that, that, yeah. we talk about like the Nissan. That's like the Nissan, uh, the Japanese oh, yes. noodle commercials yes. where they have all this whole lore and everything. But yeah, in right. any event, yeah. Sam Raimi's Spider-Man was a revelation for me. Uh, and you know, I was a, it was like eighth, ninth grade when that movie came out, so I was kind of the perfect uh, age for it. It's a good thing Drew's not here. He does not like those Sam Raimi movies. Yeah, whatever. Because he's like, he doesn't do that. He does Evil Dead. He's he's very fixated. Sam Raimi. Yeah, he's very fixated on the Evil well, Dead connection. Drew's wrong. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, a director Hi, can Drew, have I a diverse you. portfolio. <laughs> yeah. 
so yeah, and I feel like the the type of Peter Parker that Sam Raimi cap and Tobey Maguire captured uh, really struck a chord with me. He wasn't he it, wasn't it he wasn't as wise well. wisecracking or sassy. Yeah. He was more the earnest, more of like the nineteen sixties kind it, of a Spider Man, just trying it, to do. Yeah, you know. and it made an impact on me at that age. You know, yeah, right. what we're it did for me as well. Absolutely, like, that's the ripe age for like you know, especially for us nerdy guys. You know, yeah, at that age, seeing someone earnest like that. Like it's right. yeah, yeah, it absolutely. Yeah, it, it, you it you chord with us. You can yeah, you connect with him absolutely. And uh, there's so much you know, having a director like Sam Raimi, who at that time had the freedom to put these little creative flourishes, mm-hmm. like the uh, you know, trying to figure out the spider powers, and he's doing all these little you know, he does like the death the metal, like the, the hand gestures and, and everything. And, Shazam! And that movie that <laughs> yes. I mean, that movie has yes, its flaws, but the the the, the personality. Yeah. And character and earnestness about what they want tried wanted that movie to be is so striking. And from it's, what um, I remember, that movie is still worth watching. I think it's wonderful. It's yeah. I love it still. It's I mean, they're you know what came after it definitely topped it in nearly every way. Spider Man Two is Spider Man Two is an opus uh, that we'll get into mm-hmm. in a bit. But um, yeah. well, do you just, want to talk about Daredevil first before let's we go talk to about yeah, this well, we should get to. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> One thing I do want to mention about Spider Man, okay. um, I think it's. Probably save Sam biggest Spider Man fan here. That's probably yeah. true. Uh probably, yeah. yeah. For sure. They dropped the ball hard on the Green Goblin. Yeah. And what makes it worse is if you look up on YouTube the screen test for the mask oh, before yeah. the mask that they actually used. Mm-hmm. It's, Why did well, they change? Well, yeah. I don't know. Here's the thing. I've, that, I've that. always struggled with It's like, yeah, it's like a it's fully, exactly the comic it's book. right yeah. off the page really? of the comic books, fully animatronic, everything. It looks, animatronic it, yes, it <gasps> looks incredible. Here's that. Instead, we got a Power Ranger mask. Power Ranger yeah. mask. A bad Power Ranger double. Yeah. Here, uh, here's the thing with Green Goblin that's always tough with me. To me, Green Defoe Goblin. Defoe is great. I still oh, sure. don't. Defoe's yeah, I awesome. love Willem Defoe. Yeah. I would love to see Willem Defoe play the play an older Joker, in my opinion. Um, but Ooh, in a, in a new Batman movie, yeah, looking, yeah. yeah. So they, they made a legitimate Dark Knight Returns. Ed Harris is the Batman, yeah. and either Willem Defoe or Christopher Walken as the Joker. Wow, yeah, mm. that's a good choice. Batman, <laughs> darling. Mm. You talk about scene chewing. Good lord, you're yes. right with that man. <laughs> So yeah, Green Goblin is tough for me uh, because that that's one of those characters that I've I still don't know how you would quite pull off that visual concept plausibly on screen with the with the kind of you know verisimilitude. I feel like you know they had to go at it with the the battle armor version in mm. uh, in Spider Man One, and it's you know for me for the time it worked okay. It's you know it's it's not great and. Uh, the animatronic mask, it was a remarkable realization of the what looked like in the comic book. I still don't know if that would have made sense within the context of the story for him to, like, why does he look like that now? Did he mutate mm. or something? That's what, There's you know. there's certain things I think that you can go to in these moves and say it doesn't necessarily all need to make sense. If you're I, willing I to suspend that. enough disbelief that you're okay with buying in with a kid getting bitten by a spider and getting powers and being able to do everything a spider can. But I am the king of disbelief, uh, suspending disbelief. I would really even do that. even yes. so. I feel like that would have been t- difficult to make that jump. I feel I feel like uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two actually had an admirable effort to try to make a more plausible version of the Green Goblin look with having like the battle armor and him mess. You know, all like. Kind you mean, of, 
the, the, oh, Amazing the, Spider-Man. Amazing okay. Spider-Man 2. Um, yeah, that couple so, was terrible. Um, was so there, there's some things about that movie I really love. I and, watched Amazing Spider-Man 2 with you, and yeah. I forgot the Goblin was even part of that. Yeah. So, Heavens. So I still don't know quite how they would pull it off off screen. You, um, I'm sure Marvel take, will pull it off in a Homecoming sequel. But If you could take Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker mm-hmm. and combine it with Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, you'd have perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I see, yeah. Because that was the weakness in each other's performances. Spider-Man, the Spider-Man persona was the weakness in Maguire's performance. Mm-hmm. And the Peter Parker persona was the weakness in Garfield's performance. Interesting, mm-hmm. interesting. Um, I feel like they kind of uh, struck an incredible balance between the two with uh, Tom Holland's casting, but um, now that we need to get in that now, but um, yeah, I, th- yeah. I, th- I think Tom Holland's kind of the whole package. That's kind of neither here nor there, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's not, but anyway, okay, Spider Man. Before Spider-Man, we get into any of the Spider-Man sequels, 2. let's talk about uh, our uh, favorite seminal movie from the decade, Ang Lee's Hulk. <laughs> oh yes, yes. I think I all saw of us... this when I got my wisdom teeth out in two thousand and. Which experience was more painful? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, see, the thing is, I was still kind of out of it at the time, so I was just like, oh, "Big green dude, cool. He's lonely, cool. And weird." That's a who movie... put Shrek in my DVD player? <laughs> That's just a difficult movie. Like watching it back then and watching it now, like it's it's difficult to make heads or tails of like what the intention I'm was. I'm very with that. interested to see it again because I've. Because it seems like an artistic direction gone kind of awry. I I think that's exactly right. And yes. I'm very and sometimes and, and sometimes to great me things. sometimes to me that's more interesting than a mediocre studio film. You yeah. know, to see a, an artistic vision kind of go off the rails a little bit or be misguided. I'm that's what very, that's what the room is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's one of the reasons why I find that film endlessly fascinating. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'd be interested to revisit Angley's yeah, Hulk. Yeah, I, I do feel of, like it is, yeah, it's exactly that. It's like I don't know a, if I'd really enjoy it, but I would be probably fascinated not. by it. You but know what it, I mean? It is fascinating. Yeah. It's very slow moving. Um, Which is weird yeah, it's for like, a movie called Hulk. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's like this character build up thing. And it's just, mm-hmm. um, it, it kind of, you know, the way it kind of tries to Im- integrate comic book imagery with actually having like, like segregated panels and everything like that. Uh, it's interesting, but um, it's it's kind of, yeah, it's a mess and it's uh, difficult to sit through. But it's a fascinating mm. piece of superhero mm. history. You guys have anything to add about Ang Lee's Hulk? It was really something. I, I went in with <laughs> <laughs> boy, so, it was something. Yeah, no, I, I went in with somewhat high hopes, and uh, and I didn't I didn't see it until Nate just went in high. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it was some teeth no, um, I had heard it was bad, so I didn't see it in theaters. I waited till it came out on DVD. Yeah, and yeah. I, I I actually waited until college to see it, which was like two thousand four, two thousand five. So yeah, I waited, and it was. I remember just being bored the whole time. Like, how do you make someone as interesting as the Hulk so boring? Mm-hmm. And I don't remember it, it being boring, but I was high. And the the dialogue <laughs> was clunky, and the story was a like was a little. Like it was just, I was sat there going, okay, fine. Well, they kind of did, mm. you know, they they kind of uh, toyed with his origin a little bit, uh, and with the, the, you know, I mean, not unlike how Tim Burton's Batman did. It's not sure. like that couldn't have still been a great movie, but well, you're, most you're, of what you're right, they... it was it, it needed an overseer. It's almost yeah. like it needed someone in charge of it to make sure it was okay. Yeah, mm. it needed a Kevin Feige, is what you're saying. Mm. That is correct. Yeah, I I think like it's I like. What Angley did with the editing, 
like the comic panel yeah, yeah and whatnot. that was right. great which yeah. is interesting yeah um, it's, it's like seeing the same thing from two different perspectives in certain instances obviously the the hulk visual itself doesn't work um he keeps what, on what they do like yeah what they do he gets yeah. bigger every time he turns into hulk that he's a, work. he's a very bright green uh, a lot of the, i liked a lot of the stuff they did with like the father-son relationship because a lot of that was out of the comics mm. um thunderbolt ross is perfect uh sam elliott sam, is right yeah fantastic um Sam yeah in that yeah yeah <gasps> there there are parts of it it yeah, has some moments like when the hulk's truction beard when the hulk's beating up the tanks in the desert that works yeah. that's like classic hulk stuff mm-hmm. it's got mm-hmm. some moments here and there but ultimately yeah you got the yeah it fails. there's there's filler kind of enemies so you get like the hulk dogs yeah. Which is like, ah, oh, that's Hulk crappy. Dogs. It's Hulk Man, I really dogs. I do not remember this movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it you were stoned. I was, yeah. I was high off of nitrous oxide. Holy cow. Yeah. And then, uh, unless there's anything more to say about that, maybe we can uh, move I, on I to, to, leave to, leave that, to leave that alone. So there's that. There was Daredevil, which I feel like, let's talk, to Carl, talk about Daredevil. 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 Mr. Devil Do himself. Please tell us about the Daredevil debacle of what, 2003? Is that when that came out? I think so, yeah. Like, like, a lot of these films, there were some things Daredevil did right, and there were a lot of things Daredevil did wrong. Uh, some of the things it did right, actually, uh, visualization of Matt's powers was fantastic. Yes, I do remember that. I did uh, see the radar movie, sense, things I like that. that. I'm thinking that was cool. Um, mm. I thought Ben Affleck made a perfectly good Matt Murdock. Um, I don't remember much about him. They didn't really handle Bullseye well visually or story wise they tried to jam too much into it it's just Mm -hmm. a very overcrowded film you've got you know matt's origin story you've got kingpin in there you've got bullseye you've got electra kingpin is played by um uh, michael duncan clark uh, yes michael clark duncan that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I always think like because it sounds because Michael Duncan Clark just sounds right, flows nicer. Clark Duncan. Um, he he was yes. great as the kingpin. He was a very good kingpin, but yeah. they again they just didn't give him a lot to do. John mm. Favreau's in there as, um, you know, getting Happy Hogan. No, as uh, Foggy Nelson. Oh, oh my gosh, what am I thinking? Yeah, yeah. No, I was. <laughs> I know because when you said it, I was like, sidekick. Yeah, that, yeah. Is that right? Wait, no. But yeah, he's kind of getting Spacing some sidekick okay, yeah. practice. He's in there as Foggy Nelson, um, and it's like, like it doesn't have any Karen Page in it. It's. It did. There's a deleted scene with Karen Page, played by Ellen Pompeo of Grey's Anatomy. Interesting trivia note. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. There's a director's I'm cut shrugging. out there. It's got like oh, a yeah. whole C storyline with Coolio in it. <laughs> um, it's not the worst movie in the world, but it there's... Just watch this. You think, it's, feel, you think it's sort of missed potential? It's, yeah. It's an exercise of yeah. missed potential. It's it's you know? a, it's the ultimate product of, of what a lot of these movies are. Is films are being made by studios who think they know what to do with these characters, mm. and ultimately they don't. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting that you mention, uh, as you're talking about that, because I, I did see this way back in the day. Uh, it feels weird to say something was way back in the day when it was 2003. That doesn't seem that long ago. It, but, yeah, it, it, it just, it just um, adds. There's like a lot yeah. of very like studio add-ins. Like yeah. The you know, sensory think, deprivation tank. But, but, and, but you mentioned how the visualization of, you know, how Daredevil sees. And I yeah. do remember that. And I remember that was my big takeaway. Yeah. Was how that well was that was really done. well done. And I remember that. 
there's very little else I remember about that movie yeah. besides maybe mm-hmm. Michael Clark Duncan. That was it. Just, yeah. just watch the Netflix series. I remember nothing about this. Yeah. So much better. Um, yeah, I, I really like how the Netflix series kind of, they, they, they wanted to visually capture Matt's senses without replicating what the 2003 movie did. And they, they did yeah. something more interesting, yeah. really kind of minimalistic with that. But in any event, yeah, I feel like, yeah, I agree with a lot of what you said. Um, Daredevil is like, yeah, it, it's very much like um, kind of an admirable effort in some senses to trans, you know, kind of accurately, accurately translate some of the comics, but mired by a lot of tropes and trends of mm-hmm. studio movies at the time. Right. So yeah. it, it feels like it feels like a product of it, a product of the early 2000s. And um, yeah, it's it's a bit too much of movies at the time and not enough uh, comics where, you know, I feel I feel like a. Uh, Spider-Man was like a perfect marriage of of, of cinema, cinematics and and comic inspiration, mm-hmm. but uh, at least as far as what was being offered at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, it brings us to I mean there was the spinoff which Elektra, oh, the they're standalone yes. movies. and the, so that this is right, two, that was a movie that was a thing I didn't see it so I can't <laughs> yeah, talk I didn't about see it. it either. But and then that's so we're in two thousand three right now. Uh, yeah, which which would bring us up to X two. Or well, did you have something else to add? In well, there? I was going to say the following year. We get uh, the 2004 movie Catwoman. <laughs> I Everyone, have... are you waiting for those Patience Phillips movies? I I haven't seen Catwoman, but I want to. Like, no, I, you don't. I, I, I want to <laughs> no, know how you bad don't. this really is. Like, I'm too curious. People have said, like, I, you know, I've heard people say, like, you guys don't understand. This movie's really bad it's a bomb and so big it may have blown up Halle Berry's career it probably did she had she was fresh off of winning an Oscar and I I mean she won who, Oscar that who, year oh that year yeah. she won yeah. Oscar uh, for, and a Razzie that year she uh, won for, Oscar for Monsters Ball for Monsters mm-hmm. Ball yes. and she won the Razzie for Cowboy um, and showed up to accept her Razzie in person yes yeah, she did very gracious um, I I mean for people who know me I love bad movies uh, I've watched a lot of them mm-hmm uh, Catwoman is one I still haven't seen, but I just gotta see so I know. I have to know. I have to see it for myself. I can't help it. I'm a masochist. I gotta it's, know. Well, yeah, it's you so want to have a well-rounded knowledge. Well, then have an electric right. Catwoman. Of Catwoman. Yeah. To a whole four Catwoman. An electric yeah. Catwoman, yes. A, uh, a, a girl, a, a, a female empowerment gone wrong uh, well, double feature. That, yeah, just add in Sucker Punch and I'm sold. <laughs> uh, I haven't I'm seen not, so. That's I'm the not, one Zack I'm not that it's, desperate. It's, it's so terrible. I don't know how they were thinking they could do a movie about a villain with no touchstone or reference to the hero universe. Well, that might be what they're doing with Venom, which I I bet you will turn out better than Catwoman. That that is modern. Yeah, that's that's not modern. Step over that bar that Catwoman (laughs) left behind. But uh, but yeah, with Catwoman, even, even just looking at advertising, it's just like, you didn't follow anything, did you? Nope. This, is, this yeah. is like this is like uh, for those of you who are mystery science theater fans. This is like the wild world of Batwoman yeah. version of Catwoman. <laughs> That's what happens it's, here. She's not Selena Kyle. It's yeah. not in Gotham City. There's no mention whatsoever of Batman. It's That's just, so it's bonkers. not worth watching. That's so bonkers. Uh, so uh, what, what was the we point of getting I the license? No, I have to know. What was the point? Well, it was pro- I imagine it was a Warner Brothers what movie, which who owns DC Comics. So what, what I feel like I should do is do like a bonus memory machine episode in between weeks, and I'll just like give you a 10 minute synopsis of how i felt watching catwoman <laughs> me too i want to watch that with you okay fine um, good <laughs> done it's a date and before we move on to the big sequels i guess maybe a couple other like uh, uh footnotes uh, uh ghost rider Anything oh to say yeah, about ghost, ghost rider, rider. nicholas cage finally got to be a superhero. well i know carl you're a big <sighs> ghost rider fan 
so bad. There, there's some physical pain on <laughs> on, so on Mr. Duty's face right now. Yeah, moving that mu- on. That, mu- that mustache is sagging. <laughs> the in a, in a the very visual sad way. of Ghost Rider is kind of cool looking. That's it's for anything positive I've said about that. Yeah. Movie. Well, yeah. well, we probably shouldn't stay too long on, on these sort of middling efforts of fine, the fine, 2000s. Fine, 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 fine. But let's. <laughs> what about Guillermo del Toro's Blade Two? Great. That's a pretty great it's movie. Good. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen it, Andy? I have seen it a long time ago, but I yeah. have seen it. Okay. I yeah. Seen it was it. good. Anyway. Yeah, no, I, I don't like remember I said, much I'm gonna, other than I, the positive uh, association I have with it. Like it was good, I liked it. Yeah. yeah, it's good. I mean, like I said, your main host here uh, is going to be a little absent for this section because I yeah. clearly haven't seen as much as you guys have uh, when it comes. Yeah, to this. I mean, hey, I mean, it was a uh, yeah, re- remarkable. Uh, yeah, I, I thought that there was so much uh, that was great about uh, Blade Two and having a director like uh, Guillermo del Toro, who after this, I would I, this is before Hellboy, right? No, I think this kind of oh, got him oh. Hellboy. Oh, okay. So, uh, yes. yeah. So, you know, he went on to do Hellboy, and, uh, I mean, the man is is poised at this point. We are at the beginning of uh, February of 2018. He's probably going to win a lot of Oscars for The Incredible Shape of Water uh, next month. But mm. in any event, uh, yeah, let's talk about our favorite movie of uh, the 2000s. Where are my Superman Returns fans at? Woo! Yay! Almost all the room is cheering! Yeah. Yeah, this, um, is, this is a, this is a reverse of the uh, Zelinsky ratio, where yeah, it, yeah, it's usually, yeah. Usually it's like everybody against Zelinsky, but in this case, it's everybody against Carl. Like, yeah. he's the only one who was down on Superman Returns. I would put Superman Returns up there with Superman the movie. I mm. my okay <laughs> for me for me personally, I think Superman the movie is the best Superman movie. Yes. But Superman Returns is my personal favorite. It's the closest to my ideal version of Superman. That is correct. And uh, yes, you know. I remember, I, I, you know, we were at Houghton. I watched the teaser for this movie. Mm-hmm. The, the teaser trailer got, is what got me into Superman. That and then, like, subsequent conversations with Andy, who's mm-hmm. been a Superman fan all of his life. It's true. Yes. Um, who, and, uh, who, for his... Uh, we, we went to school at Houghton. Uh, me, Zelensky, uh, Zelensky here, and, and Andy Parks, we mm-hmm. went to Houghton. And yeah. uh, fi- they got Facebook very late. Uh, because at that point it was no it, sense, it, yeah. it was by college, you know it would it would slowly come from college to college. Right, to college. Yeah. And we and Houghton was a very tiny college, so mm. it came very late to us. Mm. But anyway, I remember uh, Andy Parks as one of his very first profile pictures was him in a Superman suit, just right. That's looking right. like he believed he <laughs> for knew on, he was for an on campus screening of Superman Returns that Andy. That's right. Well, because I was yeah, I was you were uh, the campus activities board. I was yes, I yeah. was in charge of uh, I was in charge of what movies played on campus and mm-hmm. I was uh, and I was told by everybody else on the board like don't show Superman Returns it, nobody wants to see that and I said I'm not showing it for you <laughs> I want to see Superman and they said well I don't fine. care for anyone campus yeah. hero yeah and they said like that's fine but you uh, if you want to play this on campus you have to wear the Superman suit with like the built in muscles and everything you have to wear it to class and, uh, and Andy's already got the built-in muscles, and, 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 and you were just and you being the consummate professional. Yes, I, I jumped at the chance. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what made the college very angry is they spent a lot of money to bring a photographer into one of my classes to like take pictures for like the course catalog, uh, and they were all unusable because I was in a Superman costume sitting in class. And, I didn't know that. And the college wasted a lot of money. That's so awesome. <laughs> And, I, and they at that one point they're like, "Could you step out?" I'm like, "No, I'm here to learn." And I just mess with them. And they I didn't it. even know that. That's hilarious. Yeah, sure oh, that's amazing. Yes. I did and, not uh, know that story. By yeah. many years of knowing you, I never knew that story. 
So wow. yeah, so that initial wow. teaser trailer kind of like cemented an expectation in my mind for what I wanted this movie to be. And for me mm. personally, this movie delivered on what I wanted it to be. It's not without its flaws, but I personally find yeah, it has um, no flaws. The, uh, what's that? It has no flaws. It has no flaws. No, it does. No, it does. It has, it has, a, number, it has a number of flaws. Car- Carl yeah. Kirtley has a look. He just, he's just sort of side eyeing. I can't tell if, it's, if it's a look of incredulity. Uh, I can't tell if it's a look of incredulity or if it's a look of hatred. It, it's probably a mixture. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sure. yeah, Andy's showing us the picture right now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's that's spitting image right, right there. It's like Tom Welling himself. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tom so Welling. I was a sexy man. <laughs> So for, yeah, for me personally, sure was? I was. What are you talking about? <laughs> Come on, sir. I I love how Superman Returns was following up on what Richard Donner has established, which at the time it was ridiculed for. Nowadays, that's what movies do, and people like that. Mm-hmm. So maybe a little bit ahead of its time in that sense. And uh, I think that uh, the world that it set it it had kind of this this great uh, Guy Dias art Art Deco production design. Mm-hmm. That kind of gave it a bit of a timeless feel. I think it had great action sequences. It had the uh, it had a inspirational but conflicted Superman. Uh, it I think it struck it, a balance. I think it struck that balance better than uh, Snyder's efforts with right. the character. Well, Snyder's efforts isn't. Yeah, it's it's all I mean, about the character conflict. I mean, again, that's sort of past the realm of what we're discussing here yeah now, that's going to so be I a whole other get, argument yeah, yeah but but one anyway of, one of the biggest criticisms of superman returns was superman doesn't throw a punch at any point in the entire movie <laughs> to, like, neither, neither does that's he right. in the 78 superman right mm-hmm. he doesn't right um, all he does is save people and lift things which is totally okay because superman saves people that's what people complained about that he didn't do a man of steel he doesn't in superman returns why didn't you like in superman yes returns? you're right what we clearly needed was superman snapping someone's neck i still I that, still, that's clearly what the world needed i love i love man of steel as well but i personally i think man of thousands of deaths and collateral damage yeah right well that's what get well that's what happens when you have a clash between gods on earth and uh, I personally think Man of Steel is uh, great, but uh, these guys don't. I don't think and, so. uh, what you have is a 45-minute stoppage of plot, <laughs> product placement, city destruction. A 45-minute stoppage of plot? What do you yeah, like at, at one point in Man of Steel, um, he starts fighting Zod, and it's a 45... It feels... It, maybe it's only half an hour, but it feels like 40 minutes, where they're just... They're fighting in a Sears. They're fighting in an IHOP. They take it to the city. Now they're fighting in the city. Not, they're knocking down buildings. Is that 45 minutes long? It, it and feels also, like it. It just feels like, like there was a lot of story. A lot of things are happening. They're really moving the plot along. And it's like a complete stoppage of story. Now we're just going to beat the crap out of each other. I mean, that's okay. what people said they wanted after Superman yeah. Returns. They wanted well, fights. Congratulations, and I people. think and I think those and I think those action sequences. F you, you got it. And I think those action yeah, sequences were were really well done. And I think Man of Steel is oh. personally. I think it's a better made movie than Superman Returns. I think it's a better movie than Superman Returns. But I think Superman Returns. I like so. I, li- I like Superman Returns better. I understand we disagree on that. But Superman Returns, I enjoyed. Carl, you didn't. Please give us a little bit. Superman your opinion, Returns. Your opinion matters yeah. too. Superman Returns. I'm sorry, we're out of time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> is was one of the most incredible theater experiences I ever had. Hmm. When he rescued the plane, yes, because I was at a midnight premiere of it. Mm-hmm. When he rescued the plane, mm-hmm. myself and numerous others in the audience 
stood up and went nuts. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because incredible scene. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Superman had returned, Mm -hmm. and up until that that point, the movie is great. Hmm. After that, it just stops dead. Mm. Um, What do you mean by that? It just nothing else happens in the film after that. It's all like. Singer is not good with action. He's always good for, like, you know, maybe one action scene. His X-Men, X-Men 2, each had, like, one decent action scene in them. Superman Returns the same way. Um, I I understand trying to build off the Donnerverse, mm-hmm. ignoring 3 and 4 and just going with what happened in 2. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Uh, the casting of Kevin Spacey as as Lex Luthor at the Christopher, time. Christopher, you mispronounced Christopher Plummer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. obviously, you know, going back. Um, obviously, at the time, that was spot on for me. Mm-hmm. The, the execution of Luthor, he tried to do like a coked up version of Hackman's Luthor, and it just didn't work. No, it didn't work for um, you. The, it worked for me. The Superman it- just lifts stuff as a legitimate gripe. Um, I think I, I think what they what they anything. missed the ball on was they shouldn't have done Luthor first. No, you don't think so. But because technology advanced in time and you can make a more fantastical Superman movie, mm. I think you do either like Brainiac, Brainiac. maybe even like Metallo, Metallo, mm. Darkseid. Sure, Metallo can't carry a movie by himself. He's no. a Darkseid's awfully villain. big to jump in on, but the uh, cartoon um, series. Yeah, Metallo but after like I thought Brandon Routh's performance was good. Yeah, uh, he, you know, did a he did a great homage to Christopher Reeve. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't think Kate Bosworth was all that great as Lois. You know, I'm kind of with know, you on that. Superman, too young. yeah, Superman having kid, no, just no. I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of um, with you on that. It wasn't enough to ruin my enjoyment of it. Yeah, I, the, I, I think a lot of your criticisms are very valid. I think, but for me, it just wasn't enough. I think I you think can that's... tell a story about Superman trying to find his place in the world again mm. in a much better way than they did. Because there's just, like, after, you know, when you start out with the airplane crash sequence, Mm -hmm. and then everything from that is just kind of like, you know, emo Superman. I'm just, (laughs) no. No. In so many ways, no. And I'm not even going to get into the massive plot holes of Luthor's plan. I agree. You're right on that. That, Those are there. That was bad. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah, this, um, this doesn't make a lot but of sense. But, like, and, and again, the, it's it's a film, yeah. it's got moments. The the airplane crash scene, the scene where they recreate the cover of Action Comics number one. Pretty cool. Is Pretty cool. darn cool. Can we agree um, that the, the, the presence of Parker Posey elevates the movie? I do like Parker Posey. Parker Posey. I do like Parker, Parker Posey. Posey. She's. <laughs> Andy is silent. And Cal Penn. <laughs> oh, Cal Penn. Parker all his Posey lines yeah. were dynamite. He didn't have a single line in the movie. He had, yeah, he, did. he had he did not have a single line in the movie. He, him and Luther have the exchange. Be careful. Yeah, I I know. Be careful. I know. I know. Technically, headlines. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, Parker Posey, great, great actress, but mm-hmm. a sad second-rate Miss Tessmacher. I know. I I like her more than Miss um, Tessmacher. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I have to watch. I have to watch the Superman. Movie. She's more. She's so more of a person. Miss Te- Tessmacher comes across as more of a, yeah. you know, a product of the mm. time. I just it doesn't work for me. It's not great. Um, yeah, 
Okay, I yeah, I understand what you're saying. I would agree yeah. with some of your criticisms. Um, and other others, I wouldn't <laughs> as much. Partially, it's because I'm placing less weight on the flaws than you are, and that's, I guess, just a difference of perspective. But um, it's, and Man of Steel makes Superman Returns a lot better because <laughs> I'm sorry, Man of Steel is. Not, I st- I still think Man of Steel great. is a yeah is a great Superman movie, but uh, uh, I wouldn't say great. Yeah, I know it's, you don't say good. great, but it's, good. it's great. Uh, in it's my funny. in my opinion, and you yeah. disagree, and that's fine. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's right. Plenty of people disagree with me on that. That's right. Um, and yet we are all here, and they're all in this room. We are uh, all friends. <laughs> yes, yes. We're all friends. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. not talking about the anything after two thousand eight, or else yeah. okay. I would. Yes. Or, or, or or I would tell you, but my, that my is... loathsome but, opinion of, of Man of Steel. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, Superman Returns. There you go. There it I is. S- I still would have liked to have seen a sequel. Would've you would've know what to I would have too. Second, yes. Go at me too. I would have too. Because just like any of these franchises, we talk. Brian about Singer first... did a great job with X Men too. Right. We talk mm-hmm. about these franchises. We talk about X Men. We talk about mm-hmm. uh, Spider Man. And we look at the first one. Uh, first one was pretty mm-hmm. good. First it, one does job. And it seems like it's it's like getting itself up on its legs. Yeah. And then once it knows how to walk, then it's got a sequel that really lets it run. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I would have liked mm-hmm. to see Brian Singer's uh, and Brandon Routh's Superman in a sequel where. You don't have to explain where he's been and why he's been gone and, and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And we've got kind of Luther out of the way. What else can we do with him? And I think mm-hmm. it would have been great to see that. Uh, we never got the chance. Uh, and yeah. that, and that makes yeah. me, that's going to make me sad for a very long time. Yeah, me too. What mm-hmm. are you going to do? Me too. Such as um, what, what year did uh, X-Men <coughs> The Last Stand come out? Was that 07? That was 06, I think. 06? It doesn't so matter. I, I, we did Futures think... Past made it irrelevant. Yeah. We didn't talk about um, X2 or Spider-Man 2. We should touch on those. Uh, real fast, but they're yeah. they're you know Terrific wonderful films. high point. Yeah. I think Spider Man Two is to date still one of the best superhero movies ever made. I put it up there with you know my personal top five would include that and like Logan and the Dark Knight. Um, you, you my know, my about... only my only problem with Spider Man Two, I love Spider Man Two. It's freaking fantastic. Mm. The, my only problem with it is Doc Ock turning good at the end. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I, I mean the, the Spider Man villains are always yeah. kind of sympathetic characters. Not, which is which is like him. One, which is just like one of the one of the few things. Uh, well, I mean, I'm kind of halfway with Spider-Man three, but that's one of the few things I liked about one of the main the major things I would say. Not one of the few. One of the major things I liked about Spider-Man three was this was how sympathetic the Sandman was. I like. And that's that an arc. unconventional ending for yeah. a hero and a villain to like I, agree on. Something I thought at so the at end. the time, especially yeah. as someone who I know Carl with you, who is much more familiar with the comics, that that the, the wasted potential stung a lot more. But with me, who was not very familiar, I thought it was middling at at worst. Mm. Uh, yeah. And, but I did like the I did appreciate the Sandman arc. I thought that was yeah. Even, even I thought the, that was a really I strong part of the movie. The worst part well, about it is that they didn't stick with it too much. Well, the the, the, the main issue with the Sandman linger. thing in Spider Man Three is that they shoehorned it into his, but, Uncle Ben's death. Uh, but but anyway, but but suffice it to say, I, I think that that shows the fact that executives. I mean, you have Spider Man Three. X-Men The Last Stand and Superman Returns which didn't perform as executives had hoped. Right. Right. Yeah. And yet it continued anyway and I think at that point executives had seen that no, 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 no. Even if superhero movies come out and they're not so good and they don't perform well they can always work. There's always a way that they can work. And I think that's what spurred them on to 08. Yeah, the genre kept going. That, those three right. particular franchises however did not. No. However. No, they didn't but but I mean, if you look back at other times, like in the 80s with, Super, with Superman 4 or with Batman and Robin, they killed it effectively yeah. for a time. And, and 
it made the genre go away. Mm-hmm. And this time around, with these middling to poor performances, it didn't. Mm-hmm. Executives still saw and said, you know, we could still make this work. Although this is, well, this is we're, we're overlooking thing. the fact that in 2005, Batman Begins came out, which is a huge yeah. deal. That is Batman very true. Batman Begins was kind of like the, the that, pebble that started the avalanche. Yeah. And another thing a lot of people forget about Iron Man, Iron Man's technically an indie film. Yeah. What, really? Yeah, Iron Man is was Tell distributed me. by Paramount, but Paramount didn't make Iron Man. Marvel Studios bankrolled Iron Man. And if Iron Man had been a failure, Marvel Studios would have gone bankrupt, yeah. and that would be the end. They put really? they put all of their chips on this one movie. Yeah, Everything they had. It, it wasn't like, well, if it doesn't do well, we have other irons. No, they didn't have any more money. And on Iron Man, that's fascinating mm. because as far as I understand, Iron Man was not exactly the big yeah, but market. They, they, had, they had sold off the rights to yeah. so many of their major Well, true. It's, it's, who do we have left? <laughs> in, their in their the, bench the was not deep at the time. Yeah. Mm. Which is so. weird to think of now. I mean, you know, in the year of our Lord 2018, to think of Iron Man as a bargain bin hero. Yeah. That's unthinkable yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. But at the time, I know that fact to be true. I, I didn't realize the extent to which Marvel had bankrolled it themselves. They did. And to which Paramount had taken a back seat. Oh, yeah, they were just uh, they, they just sort they, of merely they just made, slapped, their, slapped their name on yeah, it. Yeah, they, they distributed they, it. They just made they just made copies of it and sent it out to theaters, and that was the end of it. Right. <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah, I did not know yeah, that that and, part and, of it. Thank you for bringing that, that to that movie hadn't done well, I mean, the cinema landscape of the last decade would look exponentially different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you still get the Dark Knight because Batman always yeah. makes money. Mm. Um, but yeah, we don't we don't have. Uh, cinematic universes person you probably yeah. still get the incredible hulk yeah you think so? yeah, yeah that yeah. came was that 08 or 09 that, that was 08 i mean yeah that I mean, was the same year as iron man oh really yeah okay uh, i remember it was being but that got a studio release that i mean yeah there were studio. movies that yeah. are in production i mean dark knight rises probably still would come out um sure of uh, amazing i mean that that whole reset with spider-man probably, probably would have happened we, we would have gotten another superman movie superman would i don't know i feel like the we would have gotten this superman movie because I feel like they were trying to build a cinematic universe to rival Marvel's. And and, and to differentiate from Marvel. Yes. Consciously, well, very the, consciously. The problem is that, like with Marvel, you have There's films... Always a problem with you, Carl. Well, <laughs> yeah. There's always something. Got Gilda Radner over here, everybody. Look, I look at things realistically. Gilda Radner, what a reference. You've, Cyn- you, cynically. You've got <laughs> Marvel films that are made by a Marvel company mm-hmm. that has grown out of a comic book company... So these films are coming, at least at first, are coming directly from the source material. Mm. Then you have DC, who is owned by Warner Brothers, and you have these films being made by, like, a movie company. Right. And they're still not quite getting it. Like, they're almost there. You they're can like, see okay, it, though. Dark yeah. and Brooding works for Batman, so clearly it will work for all our heroes. That is my main problem Do that. With, with the recent right. Superman movies. Is it seems like yeah. they're trying too hard in the Batman direction. Yeah, I, n- like, I, n- I never, I never thought that that's what they were actually doing. I don't oh, look, I, at, totally I don't look at Man of Steel that. as dark. I, I look at it as a a serious and conflicted version of it the character, but not to, a dark version. It, it of seems the character. to be it is an entirely executive driven move to who does dark and brooding stuff. Zack Snyder. Let's get him to do a Superman. Movie. Yeah. I just don't think that that reflects in the final product. No, nah, I disagree. Absolutely. Um, but, uh, but that having been said, I mean, that brings us to where we are now. You know, yeah. we're in, Oh wait, mm-hmm. we get three superhero movies a year. You know what? Even if we I don't, mean, what, like, three Marvel movies. Three Marvel movies. Yeah. Well, more than that. Holy yeah, God, we have right. Sony movies. We have Fox movies. We have. I mean, and for even me, you know, with 
with how okay I am with Man of Steel, how much I really did not like uh, Batman v Superman, you know what? I want to get a different one with a, a different take of Superman, probably a few years. And that'll be fine then, you know? And I'll be able to look back and kind of see what they were going for. Probably still wouldn't like it, but I would... You know, be able to see what it is for what it is. I would like to see Henry Cavill as Superman in like a better Superman movie. I think he makes a fantastic Superman. Yeah, I agree with that. Probably the I best since Christopher Reeve. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that. Yeah, I mean, even though I, even though I like, well, Brandon Routh, I've really Brandon Routh just has this charm about him that I love. But Henry Cavill is a stronger performer. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and I, do, I think that. Um, yeah, even though I like Man of Steel and I also like Batman v Superman, but I don't think that uh, Henry Cavill's been utilized as well as he can be in the Superman role. So I feel like, mm. you know, I don't know what they're going for in the DCEU right now. Things are very mixed up, but I feel like they could do something of a soft reboot and just kind of, you know, disregard what's come before it. And, you know, Justice League was, you know, what it was. But they can maybe just make a new Superman movie yeah. now that doesn't connect. That's, you know, Matthew Vaughn's been talking about wanting to make, to make a Superman movie. Um, you know, in the vein of Richard Donner. So, you know, maybe but, we but can see, do that's that now. Thing. Don't, don't try and remake Richard Donner Superman. That it's, was it's lightning in a bottle. It's been done. It's never going to happen that, again. That's the way I feel about a lot of things. That's why I feel with people who get upset about like every new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboot that comes out. It's just like, you know what? You have the original. It's there. Like, right. just accept just, that and take it. Like, just make You're not going to do it again. There's no point to. It's been yeah. done. Just make Superman. Yeah. But, I mean, anyway, we are where we are now. Oh, brought us to where we are. and uh, it's, a, it's a bit of a golden age we're in right uh, now. You know? what, yeah, a, I mean, I mean for, it's an embarrassment of riches, really. I mean, yeah. it's to the point where now I am like, I don't want to see another superhero movie for years. Thank you. I'm good. I'm good. Right. Not, but all, I, but of I'm not, not all of us are saying that. Yes, right. Uh, I, yeah. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm clearly. I'm, I'm good where we are. <laughs> clearly, I'm not the superhero fan that. Some of you guys are in this room. They were never they were never my first love uh, when it comes to pop culture stuff. So to me, it's just like cool. I got uh, you know I got whatever amount of movies, and that's good for me. I love I love that we're in a place right now where nothing is out of the question. True. Mm. Yeah. Anything. My God, my my absolute favorite Captain Marvel is getting production just started. Yeah. Mm. Last um, week. Favorite, Captain Marvel, by the way, Shazam, for those of you who don't know. But anyway. For you plebs ca- out for there. For you plebs. <laughs> but yeah, Captain Marvel, my favorite superhero, is getting a movie finally. I mean, I'm a little bit nervous because it's DC and their and is unproven. But Captain Marvel is getting a movie. Right, yeah. 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 Marvel's, <laughs> Marvel's Captain Marvel. Captain um, Marvel is getting a, is getting a I mean, there is a there is a a seriously successful run of movies based on the Guardians of the Galaxy. Who of nobody things. knew who those people were, including me, a few years yeah. ago. I mean, so, Doctor I, Strange made Buku bucks. And, yeah, so, so I, I, yeah, I feel like you know, like people who have been around for longer than than I have, you know, talk about how the, you know it blows my mind. We got one Avengers movie that was great, let alone a whole series of them. Mm. So it's. Uh, yeah, I I feel like we're we're getting things realized that uh, yeah a lot of people never thought we would and uh, excited to see yeah. what comes next. I was how, how do you feel about it, Andy? You're uh, I, I, feel... I I know you're along the lines of me, whereas in like you're not exactly quite the superhero <laughs> fan that perhaps Carl and Seth are. Yeah, no, I kind of I feel like in terms of how many superhero movies I want, 
I'm straddling the line between you, Nate, and, yeah. and you, Seth and Carl, mm-hmm. because I I like uh-huh. them. I, I, I appreciate them, but I find myself falling behind because yeah, yes. there's, there's three Marvel mm-hmm. movies a year, uh, but then there's also Sony and Fox as well making these things. And mm-hmm. then there are a couple indie films. There's the... Um, the um, um, uh, what is his name? Super starring Rain Wilson. Thank you. That's exactly. What was yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes! Yeah. yeah, there's super. I can read your mind. Yeah, super starring Rain Wilson. And so there's like, some some indie movies that are coming out as well in the yeah. superhero genre. And mm. I, I I still haven't seen Ant Man or Doctor Strange because I find myself. I haven't seen those either. Falling behind them. Yeah. I haven't seen Thor would... Ragnarok. I haven't seen. I did see Thor Man, Ragnarok. You're gonna, you would. You I haven't really... seen Spider Man Homecoming. It's just gotten to the point where it's like you know what. I, the thing is, 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 is I'm a dad and, and I have a, a child and right. uh, I use a couple other. In fact, Seth, you're the only one who's not a dad in here. Although right. you are a puppy dad. I'm a puppy dad. Yeah. My but, little Peggy, uh, my little corgi Peggy, who is named after Peggy Carter. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, my time is limited, and I find that I'm just not as passionate about superheroes as some other people are. And you know what? When it comes the length down to of it, this podcast yeah. disagrees with both of those. Yes, <laughs> as well, far as your time being limited, not who my guests are. You guys, I couldn't get you guys to shut up about this stuff if I wanted to, but I didn't want you to. I wanted you to talk because this is my podcast, and I like having all your people on, and you are. Uh, but but anyway, like when it comes down to it, like you know, uh, would I rather watch a nineteen eighteen drama about minor league baseball? Versus Thor Ragnarok, I, you know, I'd rather watch that silent baseball movie. Why? Wait, 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 what? <laughs> I would, <laughs> I would, just because that's how I'm interested. It's, it's just, like that, it's just that's, that's it's just, your, that's your it's interest, just, interest. It's just where my passion your preferences is, and that's completely. And when fair. my time is yeah. so limited, I have to go to my more passionate interests. And as it turns out, Thor Ragnarok isn't it. I will watch it at some point. Mm-hmm. Lord willing, and you'll be pleasantly surprised. And I probably will oh, did like you see it. it, Andy? But, 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 it oh. but it is, but it is, but it just isn't the thing I pursue. And when it comes to it, there's so many of these superhero movies that I feel like I cannot possibly see them all. And that, not only that, I don't want to see them all. But right. Thor Ragnarok and, has Meek. He's a bug. He's got okay. blades for hands. That's cool. <laughs> I, I, I will probably Cor- see it because it just Korg looks so is one of my favorite superhero characters of all time. But, uh, and I, I'm hoping that as we move forward, if we're if we're looking forward a little yeah. bit. I'm hoping that, um, you know, Marvel's got their their giant interconnected cinematic universe. That's fine, but if I hadn't started that from the beginning, mm-hmm. if I had just like, if I had you know woken up from a coma and said, oh, and especially I, I wanna, as an adult, yeah, and I, I want to watch these movies. It's like okay, there's 17 Marvel movies. If you want to get truly up to date, there's 17 you have to see in order to make. The new Avengers make sense, or not even make sense, but to to, to 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 watch it with the emotional gravitas. Yes, yeah, that's so daunting. I, I'm hoping yeah. that we get back to instead of these large sprawling franchises, yeah. one-off quality-made Which, superhero movies. Maybe maybe a sequel, but like if you yeah. tell me a great superhero story in one, maybe two movies. I don't need a franchise every time yeah. I want to see a superhero. Yeah, and and I mean to be honest with you, that's how I feel about Marvel comics. When I tr- I tried to read them uh, for a while, there were a couple I really enjoyed. <laughs> Silver Surfer was really fun, but that's because it's largely removed from the rest of it. Right. And when I wa- when I read something like Howard the Duck, which was funny, there's so much there that it's just for like that I could very easily tell that it was for insider fans and it was like, my God, I don't want to read thousands of pages of comics so I can get this dumb joke, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's something that totally turns me off of Marvel in general sometimes. Right. The, the movie's less so because I've watched them all. 
I've, well, not all, but you know, I've I've watched the majority of them, the big ones up to a certain point. Because they kind of they but, were right, they yeah. Iron Man came out at a point that was perfectly it's placed in our lives where we were going to movies. Yeah. We, we didn't yet have kids. We had disposable income. We had yes. free time. It just isn't friendly to someone who who doesn't have very much whose who spare time is more competitive to gain. Yes. And right. that, See, I think, is the problem with I, Marvel. I disagree only because of how I came into superheroes. Yeah. I didn't start with Amazing Spider-Man number one. Oh, certainly not. Well, I, that's why it's I different, it's different for like, kids than it is for adults, is kind of where I'm coming from. It's all, it's all. but again, this goes back to where your passions go. lie. It's okay. all in the, the so, Sorry, everybody say goodbye to Andy. He's got to run. Andy, do you have anything left to say before you go? Superman Returns is a fantastic film. And anyone who says otherwise is wrong. And the entire town of the North Tonawanda applauded Andy as he drove home to Orchard Park. (laughs) Good night. Oh, do you want to say anything about Man of Steel? Turn off his mic. Turn off his mic. We don't have that kind of time. And you don't have the time to censor everything I have. Okay, good. All right. We, we will wrap up soon. This is yep. absolutely going to be two podcasts because there is no effing yeah. way it's going to be one. I'm not uh, going to put people through can that. I, can, I, can I ask you something? Okay, sure. so uh, I'm going to give Nate the opportunity. You have to go into it? Okay, let's wrap up real fast. Okay. What, what, if there were only two superhero movies that came out next year, you had complete control over what they would be, you... Mr. Limited Time over here. What would you want them to be? What are the two superhero movies you want to come out in Fawcett Comics, Captain Wait. Marvel, and Plastic Man. Okay. All Those right. are my two favorites. Carl, what are Done. your two? I would take uh, The Question. Okay. And, uh, and Dove. a decent Green Lantern movie. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And Zelensky. Uh, Rocketeer. And... Yeah. Hmm... What would a second one be? A Captain America movie with the return of Red Skull. Ooh, Those are my two picks. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Andy wants barbed wire and... Uh, a remake of Man of Steel yeah. by Zack Snyder again. By, by Zack Snyder. <laughs> frame for frame remake. Written, written, written by current <laughs> with, day Frank with Miller. With Vince It's, it's legitimately a remake. Yeah. No, no. All the same cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> frame for frame remake. That's what he wants. Barbed wire and a remake of Man of Steel with everybody you know, who did it originally. It's funny you said Rocketeer because now I'm thinking... What would be like a Dark Knight Returns version of the Rocketeer? Because you know would Billy, be Cam- like a, like a Billy Campbell's Cliff still Seagull? out there. He is. Well, they announced passing uh, down a year or two ago. Pack. Do you remember they announced a, a sequel? Do you remember I heard that? something about that. They they said yeah. that they would. Yeah, it was going to be a soft reboot, like a Force Awakens style soft reboot sequel called The Rocketeers. That was going to be like a new, uh, a, a young African American female protagonist, and that it was in the continuity of the original movie. I have no idea if that's still happening or not, but mm-hmm. in any event, I, I uh, could see the post now. The Rocketeer flies again. That's what you call the movie. Like that's right. That's like the movie it. right there. All right, so we we finished up here at the the end here. This has been a long winding tour of uh, superhero movies, uh, uh, the history of, so to speak. Tour. Oh, superhero movies. Da, 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 da. Uh, my name has been and continues to be Nate Lockhart. I'm your host. <laughs> what a great, what a I, great logline! <laughs> I do this podcast mostly. That's all I have to plug. Keep listening to the Memory Machine. Uh, Seth Zelinsky plugs. 
Well, thank you for, uh, first of all, for tuning in to another thrilling installment of The Memory Machine. Uh, I am Seth Zielinski. You can find me on Twitter at CapAmerikansky. And I currently, well, I don't, I don't have anything. I, everything I have to work on is a surprise, so wait for it to come. Ooh, okay. Maybe you'll see some coverage of... Uh, last year's midwest gaming classic coming. <gasps> i'm so excited Ooh. i can't wait to the midwest gaming classic holy cow yes that's right carl duty yes our esteemed guest this episode esteemed wow yeah you're so esteemed steamed <laughs> you're, you're steamed, steamed hams steamed hams <laughs> steamed hams is that aurora borealis in your podcast <laughs> can i see it <laughs> no no <laughs> anyway go ahead please um, if you are interested in checking out uh, another podcast that deals with a lot of geek culture, more current geek culture, mm-hmm. um, you can check out my show, The Devil's Do. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Devil's Do Pod. You can go to Facebook.com slash Devil's Do Pod. You can email us if you like. We do listener questions on the show, The Devil's Do Pod at gmail.com. Or you can find all those resources available to you on our website, The Devil's Do Podcast.com. We do geek discuss geek culture discussion, video games, comic books, movies, and we break down the uh, Netflix Marvel shows. We're kind of a hybrid of West Wing Weekly and Fat Man on Batman. Fantastic right. show! Are you guys yeah. gonna be talking about uh, that uh, that uh, Jessica Jones season two trailer? Yes, of course. That will all be right, next right, week's all right. episode. All Can't right. wait to see that. This week this we week broke down the solo trailer. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Then a couple of the art trailers from that came out in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Some of the Nintendo announcements from earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, good times. Yeah. Good times. Of course, like we all have time. Twitters as well. I am at Nate underscore Lockhart. You can follow me, see my despair of the state of the world as it is, and my <laughs> pop culture stuff, which I tweet a lot about very old things. So if you like those two things, you should follow me. If you like one but hate the other... Maybe don't. Um, <laughs> Seth Zielinski, where can we find you on Twitter? I already said it. I'm at oh, Cap Americans oh, on Twitter. You. And yep. you can follow the Geekiverse at the, oh, underscore, the underscore Geekiverse on Twitter. Okay. Personally on Twitter, I am at the real big duty. Perfect Twitter uh, handle. Yep. Duty is spelled D-O-O-D-Y. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's also a Devil's Do, which you yep, said. Yep, Devil's kind of Do. Stuff. Uh, also, uh, we have a Patreon. Uh, geek, yeah. I believe it's patreon.com slash thegeekiverse. If you want to help keep the lights on around here, web hosting ain't free. Also, if you would please, 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 if you are listening to this and you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do that. YouTube changed the rules. They flipped the script. They did. And it's kind of screwing with uh, a little bit of our income, a little bit of uh, web hosting funds and all yeah. that kind of stuff for keeping the... You know, this isn't, this isn't any of our full-time jobs, so uh, if you would like, if you would please uh, subscribe to the Geekiverse on YouTube, and that would help us out a great deal. We're very close. Mm-hmm. Help bring us over the hump. That's right. We have a thousand subscriber threshold that uh, YouTube is uh, tasking us to reach by a certain date, or else they're going to you know, pull the ability for us to be able to monetize the videos, which is unfortunate for a lot of smaller channels. Yes, it is. Uh, we, we've all been kind of banding together so to subscribe. help each other get over this. So please visit and uh, and uh, subscribe if mm-hmm. you haven't already. We'd and other small it. YouTube channels. It's uh, subscription goes a long way. Mm-hmm. So anyway, with hey, that having been said, hey, thank you for... Hey, sorry. Seth. Yeah. I'll subscribe if you say Man of Steel is a terrible movie. How dare you? I will not uh, c- compromise my principles. How dare you ask me? <laughs> How bad you Apparently want we that subscription, Seth? Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, uh, right. He's come the, here to the, defend uh, Man of Steel. The, the Seth Zelensky versus Carl 
uh, debate, the battle rages on. Yeah, guess you don't care <laughs> about Geekiverse that much. <laughs> I'm joking. I'll subscribe. Oh, thank you, boy. Carl. What a wonderful man. So with that all having been said, thank you very much for listening. This has been a lot of fun. Please, uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to split this up into two, so you'll probably hear, be hearing this back-to-back. Usually, Memory Machine only comes out bi-weekly, but uh, this time around, you'll be lucky. So anyway, thank you very much for listening, and uh, please listen again in uh, next week. See you later. Bye. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. <laughs>